Welcome to the Let's Biz You Up podcast covering topics in all things life and business related, including but not limited to mindset, business planning, management, marketing, money, health and wellness, and any other general topics that take my fancy. It's presented in a conversational, unapologetic style. It's messy, it's rough, you'll hear traffic, kids, and even the occasional dog barking, but it's jam-packed with tips, hacks, and sometimes the content may even be a little bit controversial. I do not come with a filter, but I'm exceptionally passionate in helping women and men that are looking to achieve their next level successes. Hi, I'm your host, Esther Aiken, and I am thrilled to have you here today. So let's get stuck in and see where life takes us. Come and join the madness and be sure to hit the follow or subscribe button and never miss an episode of the Let's Buzz You Up podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Let's Buzz You Up podcast. My name is Esther Aiken. I am absolutely buzzed to be here This week has been different. The energy around the workplace has been odd. It's been quite pressured. Lots of things happening uh, on the network, for example. They're trying to restore a lot of the infrastructure still that I suspect is going to go on for a very long time. And the energy, people are tired. People are tired and they're grumpy. And I'm noticing that even some of my most level-headed staff that I work with have, you know, they've had enough too. And it's only, you know, sort of March, really, isn't it? It's, it's We're going into March, February. You know, it's just been... February was hard with all the storms. It's just been different. I think different environments, different conditions are bringing out potentially the worst in people. But I also noticed it with my daughter, for example. She started a new school. She's an intermediate now. Very exciting. She was so looking forward to it, but she's already struggling with some of the kids picking on her. Now, my daughter, she's quite tall for her age. She's like me, maturing early. Um, and so she she's a sensitive kid as well. So she is inclined to be very sensitive and, and reacts. And the teacher is fairly new in the educational system and obviously still learning to work with emotional minefields that are teenagers. Now, in a perfect world, kids wouldn't pick on each other. Kids would work together and basically not exactly sing Kumbaya, the world is fine, that kind of jazz. But at the end of the day, you think they go to school, they do their thing, they come home. But no, they go to school, they get picked on, they hide at morning tea they get picked on some more, they hide at lunchtime because they're scared of being picked or physically harmed, then they go back to class and basically run out of the gate like their lives depend on it to mummy, you know. So, and it's heartbreaking as an adult to see that happening to your kids because I know that I can't do anything about it and I wish better things for my daughter. But this behavior, this horrible schoolyard behavior, it doesn't go away. I mean, let's face it, because bullying and ego is such a thing that, you know, that attitude, because it's not pulled in line or 
disencouraged because it's often done behind the teachers' backs and things like that, and kids can be mean, that this attitude, it stays with these kids until they become teenagers. Then the teenagers, you know, they go to work. And normally when they're in that kind of environment, they will, you know, submit to the older staff and do as they're told and continue. But as they develop in those roles and as they get older, then that bullying attitude tends to feed its way through again. And they tend to have that same schoolyard attitude in the workplace and they are feeding that negative energy through to other staff that are perhaps you know, more vulnerable, and it's basically the cycle starts again. Now, as an adult, you would hope that that attitude is something you leave out of work. You know, if you if you're a if you're a have a a very strong negative personality, then please don't bring it into the workplace because that's shit. But at the end of the day, there are staff that can make other staff pretty miserable in the workplace. And for an employer, that is really expensive, right? So if you've got a senior manager that is negative, micromanages, hard to work for, and your staff that work with them sort of have, you know, I mean, you don't know this until you've worked with them for a few years and you start seeing trends like a staff member who works underneath them, they tend to move on after a year you know, or they're having more sick days and the normal, you know, and they're, or they're taking unpaid leave to have sick days or they're just, you know, they show up a minute before nine and run out the door a minute after five. You know, there, there's no social interaction. There's no high energy and they're just there doing their job and there's no interaction with anything. So that kind of morale is very expensive, it's very negative, and it's it does potentially cross out into your customers and your overall efficiencies down the track as a business. Not saying that it's always the case, but often if you have a staff member that is picking on other staff members, if you've got that high turnover of staff, I've mentioned it before, it's very expensive to replace staff, and it's often cheaper just to, you know, try and resolve the conflict. and keep you know or either if you're in a position where you can promote or change you know bosses and and you know if they're applying for that particular person then that could be a way of salvaging the situation but at the end of the day you know this is just some of the ways that you know you would know if you've got workplace bullying happening in your business because it's not always obvious and bullying is probably an extreme kind of word, but it could be as simple as you've got a staff member that makes other staff members uncomfortable, or it's people crossing into other people's boundaries, or it's excessive micromanaging, or it is just the vocabulary used by somebody in a more senior role, it doesn't always have to be somebody in a senior role, it could also be underlings picking on your senior managers, it could be, uh, you know, just, it could be anybody picking on anybody, at the end of the day, anybody in the workplace can cause 
you know, that negative sort of feeling and having people resistant to coming and working in that place of employment is very, very costly because if you've got somebody that's being bullied at work, they tell their partner or they tell their best friend or, you know, it's if you've got somebody that they know would be interested in working for you, they could literally say to them, hey, actually, I feel really shit in my job. I hate working there because I get picked on or the customers are really horrible and they make me feel, you know, belittled and, you know, that sort of stuff then you're not going to attract the type of key staff that you need to continue to grow your business either because your reputation as an employer, which could not, you know, it doesn't always directly reflect on you as the employer, but the work environment that you're in, the reputation being tarnished because it's a shit workplace to work for because you've got people in there that make your life miserable, then, you know, that's really costly too because you can't, you know, other than having a crappy reputation and customers could potentially boycott you, boycott you as well because of the fact that you've got this shitty, horrible, um, you know, atmosphere in your workplace. And some employers don't even realise it's happening and only start noticing, you know, say a year down the track because they're looking at employment attendance records Or, you know, they've noticed a particular staff member hasn't been showing up every single day or they're always late or, you know, there's lots of, I mean, there's obviously lots of other reasons why that could be happening, but it is something that you have to be aware of in the sense of those are some of the key markers in place to show that obviously there's something happening in the workplace. It could be that there's, you know, like if you've got a large number of staff it could be the social distancing between people too. So you've got a, a workplace where you have a canteen, you've got one group of people all in one place and one person that's isolated on their own. And, you know, you kind of watch how their social interaction is happening because often bullying can actually happen also in a group setting where they, you know, with peer pressure, they all feed off each other and then pick on this one particular person and just watch the dynamics of how that happens or that person you know, sort of tends to separate themselves out and they'll go eat their lunch in the car or they'll go eat their lunch outside or, you know, you don't have that communal spirit. And that is heartbreaking and it's expensive because, again, it can impact on people's mental attitudes and it is something that running your own business and having that staffing, you know, is such it's such an important balancing act which is what it is. It's a balancing act to make sure that you're mentoring those staff that need the assistance if they are being picked on, that it's managed appropriately. Now, it's very hard for bullying to be corrected in a workplace because obviously everybody's got freedom of speech. They've got, you know, they can make their own choices and an employer can't just slam their fists on a table and go, this is going to stop now. Because it doesn't always work. If anything, that you end up with that whole ooh, resistance build up. Oh, I'm not doing that. Because often that's another, you know, another thing. Often the person that's the bullier, as in the one that bullies the others, half the time they don't even realize that their behavior is potentially inappropriate. So if you've got somebody that walks up behind you and, you know, as a habit, slaps you on the back and says, How are you going, mate? You know, and 
that might be conceived by the other person as offensive because they're being touched or they're getting slapped on the back and they don't see that that's you know, a behaviour that's normal for this other person. And that's just their way of saying g'day. You know, it depends on. But then, uh, you know, putting people down all the time too uh, and not encouraging people, you know, to, you know, express themselves or whatever, you know, it, it's bullying comes in many, many different forms. And like I said, often, and it's everywhere, it's in every business, it's in every school, it's in every environment, every work environment, there is always a form of unhappiness. But is it, you know, bullying is, is a, a very strong word. If you, you know, with kids going, oh, I'm getting bullied, is it because they're attention seeking or is it because they're genuinely getting bullied? Because it is, a you know, a, a point where it's a trigger word. Like as a business owner, if you if a staff member comes in and says, "Look, I'm getting picked on, I'm getting bullied, I'm getting harassed, I'm getting, you know, I don't like how these people are talking to me," is it a genuine case of, or is it I'm seeking attention because I know I can and I just don't like that other person? So employers have a really rough and hard time seeing that balance, but sometimes it's very very clear that you know that the, the like I said prior, you know, prior, the um, the trends of staff leaving or wanting to shift away from the current role, working with a certain person, not showing up, that sort of stuff. You know, there are some really screamingly loud, you know, points uh, that highlight if if there is an issue with that particular staff member. But at the end of the day, you know. It's also about safety in the workplace. Like, is it safe for your staff to work there, not just physically with their surroundings and their environment, I mean mentally, like really mentally, how safe is it there? Like, if they're continuously being exposed to negative energy, to negative, you know, comments, to sort of, you know, this undermining bulliness, then how safe is it for them? You know, like, it's really important that mental health isn't ignored and you know people's confidence being undermined by bullying not cool not cool so you know again fine line how do you manage it I know that a lot of team briefs these days so when they have their morning meetings when they have the catch-up you know um, they have you know you can start implementing a lot of the you know just remind you know subtly quietly remind people to be kind I know that during COVID people were you know literally saying be kind work together be a team that kind of thing you can you know work through those team events where you're building the the confidence and the trust with your team members and also you can keep an eye on those those revolving trends with performance reviews and getting to know your staff and remembering that they're not just a number, they are actually human beings that are the key asset to your business that is bringing you in your revenue, your profits, your bottom lines. And at the end of the day, taking the time out to review people's, you know, basically their performance, you know, how are they happy working there? Are they not? Are there things that can be improved? It could be a matter of shifting them a desk three three desks down to get them out of that other person's boundary space or it could be you transfer them into another role or another another office or anything like that there are ways of still making sure that you're not losing out financially 
as an employer while at the same time protecting the mental health of your staff member. And in this case, I know that for my daughter, for example, one of the things that she's you know, kind of looking at doing is she wants to do a lunchtime activity that is going to keep her off the lunch, you know, playground, so to speak, so that she's got somewhere safe to go during lunchtime so she's not actively being chased by these kids, which is, you know, quite intuitive of her to go out and find a solution to her problem because obviously mummy can't be there all the time and I really don't want to be that mother where I'm constantly mother henning her. She's got to figure out a lot of the stuff herself. Life is hard. And it takes a lot for a kid these days to, you know, it's a huge journey. And I I remember, you know, back in my day, I, you know, at the beginning of my high school, I was, I started to get picked on because again, tall, well-rounded. And I basically got into a fight on the first day of my high school, took out the, you know, took out the bully and basically was never picked on again. But that is not encouraged in today's society and certainly not at work. And it was the one and only time that I actually had fisticuffs at school. And it was definitely an interesting experience. And I don't wish that for my daughter. I don't wish that at all. So, you know, at the end of the day, working through your strategies on how you can work through bullying, there's lots and lots and lots of information out there how you know businesses can manage that situation and there are lots of human resource tools available and again you know having those staff briefs where you're encouraging kindness working together teamwork and keeping an eye on those key areas of um, points you know for, for absences and things like that but then you know it's stopping bullying isn't something that you can guarantee will happen. If you've got somebody that's snarky and grumpy, you know, having a bad day, you know, one off every now and again, meh. But if it's a continuous thing, then absolutely doing those performance reviews and working with those staff members, you know, to get a feel. And perhaps it isn't a good fit. Perhaps they aren't a good fit for your business. If that's not the type of environment you want to encourage, then perhaps having that conversation with them and saying, hey, these are your options, you know, and one of them is there's the door. Don't ever be frightened as a business owner, as an employer. And you know, even in, even if you're, um, you know, if you're not a business owner, you're not an employer, but you're just, you know, just you. Don't accept that shit. Don't let people cross into your boundary space. Set your boundaries and stay firm in those boundaries. Don't take shit from anybody. You don't need that negative energy. But in a workplace, I know it's very hard to walk away from that because obviously that's your bread and butter. But at the end of the day, you know, be open to opportunities and possibilities and being able to say, no, this is not acceptable. I'm not okay with this. If it does mean going to HR, then for all means, do it. Absolutely. Don't be afraid of protecting yourself, you know, and taking those responsible steps, you know, or finding, you know, another employment. But at the end, end of the day, or, you know, however you do it, it is way more expensive for them to lose you as an employee. So they will generally try and look after you before that happens. But at the end of the day, people's boundaries are so important. You know, set set your boundaries and stick to them. Don't let pe- negative shit come in and ruin your vibe. You know, really, really stick to what you, you know, what your boundaries are. But, you know, so 
again, <laughs> does workplace bullying, does it actually start in, in the schoolyard, you know, or in the kindergarten or, you know, in your home with your kids picking on each other or, you know, not being kind, sibling rivalry, you know, that sort of thing. Like, I don't, I don't want to particularly deep dive into it, but at the end of the day, you know, workplace bullying and its happenings, it's potentially really expensive. Workplace bullying is expensive for mental mindset. It's expensive for staff because of the rate of, ex, you know, new employees having to come in. It is expensive for your reputation. It is expensive for how customers perceive you. If they think that your business has a bullying environment, then they might decide to boycott you. So, you know, managing a workplace that has bullying in it, it's really important to figure out the source of all that negative energy and really encourage your staff to work as a team because at the end of the day, having that unity in your business will create that additional profit. It'll create that demand for people to want to work with that business. And at the end of the day, that positive energy of not having a bullying environment will encourage your customers to continue to come back and purchase from you because your reputation will always be of good standing. So at the end of the day, Performance reviews are a really good way of keeping an eye on how your staff are interacting with other staff, how they're, you know, completing their tasks, how they're managing to cope within their uh, employment and within their job descriptions and things like that, and keeping an eye on attendance records and if there's any other issues. And do performance reviews, for example, quite regularly. You know, if it's something that you as an employee or you as an individual, if performance reviews is something that you would like some help on or some assistance with and you, you know, there are certain questions that an employee, sorry, an employer asks an employee and what kind of answers and if it's something that you need coaching on, please do reach out. I can help you one-on-one -on -one privately, help you go through some of your worries and concerns within your workplace and from a business point of view, I'm more than happy to help you know, with that pathway as well because it's something I'm so passionate about. Please do reach out you've, you know, and let's see how we can work together because having staff morale uh, at a high vibe, it really does impact on production, on customer care, on all those good things. And basically, we'll leave it at that. Have an incredible, incredible week. If you've got any questions, please DM me. You know, if you're looking at working together, please flick me a DM if you're ready to change up your business and scale your revenue and your profits and get really clear on those business directions, you know, please, if you're ready, come work with me one-on-one. -on -one. And if any of this was helpful in any shape or form, please do rate the podcast. It does help others. I try and pack it with loads of value if there's, again, if there's a topic that you'd like to be, you know, like me to cover in a future episode, 
please DM that through and we'll see how I can help and assist. You'll find me on at BizYouUp on Instagram, at BizYouUp on TikTok and or you know my social contacts and things like that are all in the show notes of this podcast. Have an incredible week and we'll catch you later. Bye. Thanks again for being here today. In the show notes, you'll find all the links to my social media platforms. Do pop in and say hi. I hang out mostly on Instagram on the at BizYouUp page or you'll also find me at esther.aken. Please help yourself to my free confidence or courage subliminals. These are the best kept secret to changing and leveling up your mindset and getting next level results. You can find them on the www.bizyouup.com website. That's B-I-Z-Y-O-U-U-P.com. I'm going to be cheeky and thank you all in advance for helping your girl out with your awesome ratings and reviews and hitting that follow and subscribe button. Till next time, buzz you all later and have an incredibly abundant week. Bye.